to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Marcus Jackson on the line. He's the Senior Manager of Brand Experience over at Miller Coors. Marcus, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. So you've worked with some, I mean, big companies like Coca-Cola. Now you're at Miller Coors, and you've done some big things in brand experience, uh, sports, um, lots of great things, and and I'm excited to get into um, what you're doing and maybe any products you can share that you're working on now. But before we do that, Let's get a little bit more into your background. How'd you get started in business? Yeah, so um, I started my career off uh, working with the Washington Redskins in public relations, community relations capacity. And as I went through that role, I got recruited to go work for the Coca-Cola company and really took on a a sales, let's call it traditional sales role. And Mm -hmm. I, at the time, my vision became really clear on kind of what I wanted to do in the long term when I was actually watching the U.S. Open and I saw all the branding uh, surrounded by, you know, within the tournament. And I said, you know, this is an element or an area that I want to focus my career on, the the overall sponsorship marketing uh, side of the business. And so what I decided to do at the time when I was at uh, Coca-Cola was I decided to actually go back to school and pursue and get my MBA. And with that being said, I wanted to obviously pursue a career within sponsorship marketing. So shortly thereafter, I graduated. I took a job with a sports marketing agency called Velocity Sports Entertainment, which is now called MKTG. And that was really kind of my first exposure into the sponsorship uh, side of the business, if you will. My client at the time was AT&T Wireless. Um, they sponsored, and they still do sponsor, the NCAA championships, so everything from the NCAA men's basketball Final Four, men's and women's basketball Final Four, to, um, you know, you name it, at the time was the BCS National Football Championship, obviously as uh, that has changed today, but everything from the college world baseball, college baseball World Series, to the Frozen Four in uh, NCAA hockey, et cetera, so... I had the opportunity to consult with AT&T Wireless on how to best activate um, those particular partnerships. Um, and at the time, AT&T Wireless was a partner of American, um, um, uh, America, um, America's Got Talent as well. So mm. I had a chance to kind of get involved from entertainment as well as sports sponsorship uh, side of the business. So. It was really interesting and really intriguing. Allowed me to grow both professionally and personally, um, and you know, and therefore I was able to kind of obviously take on some roles there for afterwards in Reebok and, and going back to Coca-Cola and now Miller Coors in a much broader capacity. Wow, what an amazing career! And one of the reasons I was uh, excited to talk to you is because. There, uh, you know, I talk to a, a lot of branding people, um, but I, you're doing it really at the highest level, working with these large corporations. Um, and so I, I, I'd be interested to hear your, your answer to this. So there's a lot.
lot of younger people listening. They may be, you know, going out, you know, um, getting out of college and maybe one or two years in their career. And they're thinking maybe that, you know, in terms of branding or marketing, a lot of times that, uh, you know, they have to start their own shop or they have to work, you know, or work for a small agency or things like that. Um, what would be your advice for them and kind of like career advice on if they wanted to go the route of starting to get towards that branding um, agency or branding experience, I should say, um, but for large companies like you've chosen to focus your career on? Yeah, you know, my path was unique and different. Obviously, I started out uh, working for a property, then transitioned to the agency side of the business. And mm-hmm. with that being said, I was able to kind of make the jump over to the client side and work for a couple of blue chip brands like, you know, Coca-Cola, Miller Coors, and Reebok. And so, um, you know, I, I would say there's not one set path. Uh, I do think, you know, my prior experience kind of starting out on the agency side was valuable for me because it allowed me to, one, you know, learn um, multiple clients' business models and understand kind of how they go to market as it relates to sponsorship. But also, in turn, it allowed me to start to build up um, some skill sets and really, you know, a culmination of some experiences that allowed me to become a lot more marketable to big brands or, or let's call it larger mm-hmm. corporations to help lead their sponsorship efforts. So, um, you know, I don't know if there's one traditional path. I do think, mm-hmm. you know, I was fortunate enough or at least had the vantage point of starting off on the property side and gaining some experience with the Washington Redskins and really starting to, you know, understand how brands work and then taking that experience and leveraging it with an agency, um, you know, and, and really kind of understanding um, really how to, to, to operate and execute a, a sponsorship uh, marketing plan. And so I think that was beneficial for me. But as I would deliver some advice, I would say, you know, start with, um, you know, try to just get involved to some extent. It doesn't matter where you start at. You can – you know, be working for, you can be working for a traditional advertising agency, but try to, you know, take on some projects that are maybe entail a little bit of sponsorship to start to gain experience and put on your resume. uh, So you can ultimately leverage that experience to get to where you want to go to. So uh, even if it's, you know, volunteering or taking on a project or two, um, I, I do think that's helpful and beneficial as well. I think a lot of big companies are always looking for either interns or they're looking for um, folks who are willing to start from the ground and kind of work their way up. So I do think if an opportunity presents itself, take advantage of it. Mm, No, great stuff there, Marcus. Um, So let's get uh, a little bit more into what you're doing now at Miller Coors. Let's switch it up a bit. So um, what kind of, what kind of things are you working on? What kind of projects can you share with us? Yeah. So, Obviously, working in the beer business, there's there's many different projects, and we have many different partnerships, if you will, uh, throughout the sports and entertainment landscape. But what I'm working on today is really focusing my efforts on how do we leverage our partnerships more effectively from an experiential perspe- uh, perspective. And so um, working on thinking about um, the role of um, experiential and how that plays a, or at least has an impact on consumers' purchasing habits. So what do I mean by that? Um, essentially, if you think about when you go to a stadium and you go to a branded destination, a Coors Light, you know, flight deck, or or if you go to, um, if you go to a, a, a tap room, a Coors Light tap room, if you will, 
you want to we want to obviously from a brand perspective we want to make sure that the consumer has a really unique experience and ultimately that's going to translate into that consumer going to buy our products at a later time and so i've been focused on developing that strategy across the board as it relates to thinking about um, the, the multiple touch points particularly across branded destinations um, within our sports partnerships and think about how those branded destination experiences are going to deliver an impactful um, results, if you will, as it relates to uh, delivering um, incremental sales within our business. Any kind of trends you're noticing in your industry right now? I mean, things are always changing, especially with experiential marketing. I'm just curious. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we our main goal is to focus on recruiting millennials 21 to 27. And you think about that, you know, millennials are really in this unique, um, you know, point of their life where they're looking to, to try new and innovative things. And particularly when it comes to their brand choices, um, you know, we're starting to notice that millennials are really wanting to kind of leverage that discovery component as part of their mindset. And so we want to make sure that within all of our experiential uh, activations that there's kind of a unique, um, you know, discovery component for them. If it's in the form of fashion of unique technology or if it's in the form of fashion of delivering um, new innovative brands within that space, like we want to make sure that we are um, playing up on that component and ultimately delivering a unique experience to millennials. So again, with the intent that, Millennials will think about, oh, wow, Coors Light delivered me a unique experience, or I had a chance to kind of participate in some unique um, AR technology within that Coors Light or Miller Light activation, and that's going to actually change the perception I have on the brand. So ultimately, next time I'm at, out at a liquor store or next time I'm at a grocery store buying beer, I want to make sure that I pick up a Coors Light or Miller Light. So I think in the way the way we're delivering um, experience is, is continuing to evolve because ultimately consumers' wants and needs are, are changing as well. So I would say from that respect, absolutely, the way we're delivering our activations day in and day out are continuing to change based on the way technology and based on the way consumers' needs and wants are changing day in and day out as well. Man, you're making me thirsty sitting over here in the studio. I'm like, oh, come on. We're, I wanted to go do some experiential stuff, AR, uh, virtual reality stuff. Come on, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's great. Um, so what do you think? I'm just curious. So what do you, so you think next? I mean, on the, on the horizon in, in terms of marketing um, to millennials and other things, like what are some interesting things that you think might be on the horizon? Yeah, I think you got to watch kind of the trends in terms of, you know, what's new in technology, what's new on the social mm -hmm. media front. Um, you know, you got to really understand how consumers are um, digesting their content, right? And so mm -hmm. it's not traditional television these days. It's, you know, it's everything from YouTube videos to, you know, thinking about their social platforms between Instagram and um, Snapchat, et cetera. So we, we need to play where the millennials are starting to play. And so I think mm -hmm. it's always having a keen eye on, kind of, you know, how they're consuming their content. And so you, you also think about kind of in the traditional television space with cord cutters, you know, more and more millennials are, go, are utilizing streaming services. So, 
just thinking about you know unique and organic ways in terms of how we play in those in those particular platforms. And then I would also say, lastly, is the esports gaming space, right? Which is which is already out the gates. I mean, it's not it's mm-hmm. it's not even a phenomenon at this point. It's just making sure that you know we can authentically connect with consumers, particularly in that space. And I think that's uh, you know that's on the forefront of our minds as as we look as we look at the future. Hey, Marcus. So this has been great. Um, and so if somebody's listening to this right now, and you're obviously an expert in what you're doing, and they want to connect and just follow up to get some more information, uh, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Sure. Feel free to reach me uh, through my LinkedIn profile. Again, it's Marcus Jackson with Miller Coors. You can reach me directly through that platform. All right. Fantastic. Well, I really do appreciate that, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, And to the listeners, as always, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Marcus, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks again, Adam. Appreciate you having me. (music) 